0: Chapter 8, Wednesday, May 29th through Thursday, June 6th, 1776. We have in common with all other men a natural right to our freedoms without being deprived of them by our fellow men. We were unjustly dragged by the cruel hand of power from our dearest friends and some of us stolen and brought hither to be made slaves for life in a Christian land, thus are we deprived of everything that hath a tendency to make life even tolerable. That's a quote from a petition for freedom from a group of slaves to Massachusetts Governor Thomas Gage, His Majesty's Council, and the House of Representatives, the 25th of May, 1774. The day started early in the locked-in kitchen. Since Becky lived in a boarding house on Oliver Street, it fell to me to wake first and build up the fire. She did the proper cooking, and I did near everything else, like washing pots and plates, beating eggs till my arms fell off for Madame's almond jumbles and plum cakes with icing. If not in the kitchen, I was removing colonies of spiders, polishing tables and chairs, or sweeping up a mountain of dust. I saved the cobwebs, twisting them around a rag and storing them by our pallet in the cellar. Cobwebs were handy when a person had a bloody cut. Madame complained every time she saw me. I left a streak of wax on the tabletop. I tracked in mud. I faced a china dog toward the door after I dusted it, which would cause the family's luck to run out. At the end of every scolding, I cast down my eyes and said, "'Yes, madam.' "'I kept careful track of her the same way as I used to mind the neighbor's bull when I took the milk cows out to pasture. "'She had not hit me again, but always seemed on the edge of it. "'Mostly, Madam slept late, wrote letters, and picked out melodies on the badly-tuned spinet. "'A few times, she and her husband conversated fast and quiet about Mr. Washington "'and when the king's ships would arrive for the invasion.' "'They argued fierce on Thursday night. "'Lockton shouted and called Madame rude names "'before storming out of the house, "'the front door crashing behind him. "'I vowed not to cross neither of them. "'Madam went to bed early that night, so we did too. Ruth snuggled next to me and fell asleep quick. "'I lay awake, praying hard but gaining little comfort. "'I was lost.' I knew that we were in the cellar of a house in Wall Street, owned by the Locktons in the city of New York, but it was like looking at a knot, knowing it was a knot, but not knowing how to untie it. I had no map for this life. I lay awake and stared into the darkness. Madam called for tea in her bedchamber the next morning and sent for Ruth, who was pumping the butter churn with vigor. Why would she need Ruth? I asked as I wiped my sister's hands and face with a damp rag. Why does she do anything, Becky asked. I'm to climb to the attic to fetch the cast off clothing in an old trunk. Maybe she'll set the little one to rip out the stitches so the dressmaker can use the fabric. This best be the last of the day's fanciful notions. My knees don't feel don't like all this up and and down and up the stairs. Ruth stayed in Madame's chamber for hours. I spilled the fireplace ashes on the kitchen floor then kicked over the bo- bucket of wa- wash water i brought in to clean up the mess i stubbed my toe and near cut off my finger whilst peeling an old tough turnip when i could stand it no more i snuck out of the kitchen and tiptoed down the hall i could hear the sound of Madame's voice from the bottom of the stairs but not the words she was saying i wanted to march up there and tell ruth to come back and finish the butter i did not i forced myself to work Becky took a tray of cookies and a pot of tea upstairs late in the afternoon. I pounced when she returned to the kitchen. Is Ruth well? Why does Madam keep her? Becky chose her words with care. Madam has taken a liking to your Ruth. On account of her being so tiny and quiet, she sat on the kitchen table. She means to use her for a personal maid. Pardon me? Most of Madame's friends have a slave to split wood and carry chamber pots like you. If Madam has a slave dref- dressed in finery, well, that makes her more of a lady. Ruth can fan her when she's hot or stir the fire when she's cold. I forgot myself and sat down across from Becky. She's making Ruth into a curiosity? Becky nodded. Hey, that's a good word for it. I went cold with anger, then hot, then cold again. It wasn't right. It wasn't right for one body to own another or, pr- or pull strings to make them jump. Why was Madam allowed to hit me or to treat Ruth like a toy? Take care, Becky warned, pointing to my lap. I looked down. My hands were clenched into fists so tight the cords that held my bones together could be seen. I released them. Becky leaned across the table and spoke quiet. I don't imagine you like this much. Can't say I blame you, but don't lose your head. Madame is not afraid to beat her slaves. I rubbed my palms together do they own more than us? Half a dozen down to the Charleston place, none up in Boston. Never been to the Carolina, so I don't know how they get along, but you need to calm yourself and heed what I'm about to tell you. Yes, ma'am, I said stiffly. Two, three years ago, there was another girl here, slave like you. She talked back. Madam called her surly and took to beating her regular-like. One day, she beat her with a fireplace poker. Did she die? No, but her arm broke and didn't heal right. It withered and hung, useless, so Madam her. I could not hold the hot words in my mouth any longer. She best not come after me with a poker or hurt Ruth. Becky leaned back and studied on me a bit. You ain't never gonna say something like that again, not in my kitchen. I get paid decent here, and I won't let some girl like you get in the way of that. Wearing pretty dresses ain't gonna hurt the little one. So wipe that look off your face and fetch me some more wood. After that, Ruth's every waking moment was spent with Madam. Though we worked in the same house and slept under the same blanket, we had little time to talk. Ruth was permitted to sleep until the sun rose, went to bed when Madam retired, and really had to work in the kitchen or garden. I lay awake every night, heart filled with dread, recalling the dangerous offer made by the boy in the floppy red hat.